0: Hello and welcome to the Mental Health Shelf podcast. My name is Jamie Skinner and in this podcast I invite guests from all different backgrounds to bring and discuss five different items or symbols which they believe have brought them joy, escape or have generally contributed to good mental health in their life so far. These items then get put on the Mental Health Shelf which is something to look to when the outside world is getting a bit too chaotic and stressful. And of course the items can be absolutely anything the guest wants. Padlock, magazine, goldfish, water skis pretty sure I've used at least two of those examples before. But anyway, this month I am joined by YouTuber Soundrout, who I Kind of stumbled across his channel very recently uh, when I was very confused and scared by Discord's new phone update. And so, going to YouTube, trying to search what was going on and basically how to use it, I stumbled across his channel. And it seems that a lot of what he does is based around putting together and playing these small games on a very populated Discord server and bringing people together through those. And so, I sent off a message asking if he'd come on the podcast, and very thankfully, he said yes. And so, I'm looking forward to kind of diving in to that social aspect to bring people together through this online platform through again a very populated server and particularly because he seems quite young asking about how he interacts with and views these online worlds especially with his platforms that he has and the way that they've grown over time. But that's all for the main conversation. Let's get into it, shall we? I've been catching little snippets of Superstore recently, which has been showing on ITV2 here in the UK. And the bits and pieces that I've seen have been quite funny. But one of the first clips I saw was, I think, the manager telling one of his staff members, your podcast's a mess. No one wants to hear you rambling. Just get to the interview. So I'm going to take that advice and get into it now. Here is the mental health shelf of Sound Drought. On this month's edition of the Mental Health Shelf Podcast, we welcome a YouTuber making videos which have amassed around 63 million views for over 358,000 subscribers, largely focusing on a social community leads of over 311,000 people. Soundrout, welcome.
1: Thank you very much. It's wonderful to be here.
0: Well, thank you for coming along. How do you view your discord community would you say that you lead it i know i kind of said that there but is it for you to talk to people is it for them to talk to you how do you view it
1: uh that's a great question well it's interesting because my my youtube channel is about discord right so people are coming there to talk about discord in a way uh that's what i think it's mostly for but they also talk about my channel from time to time when i upload new things stuff like that so yeah
0: you, you say that your channel kind of revolves around Discord. A lot of it is this social media platform. And how do you differentiate this, I guess, from normal communication or just what you're doing on your server and what you're doing outside of it? Do, do you have that divide?
1: Um, yeah, there is a little bit of a divide there because I, I keep up this uh, social media persona, of course. Uh, but yeah, in Discord, it's a lot different than other social media apps because you talk in a guild with a lot of people at the same time and like it's like it's completely live. It's like different from other places like Twitter or X, I mean, where you have to post and then wait for a reply. It's not very, you know, live. So I think that's really cool about Discord.
0: What do you mean by your social media persona?
1: Yeah, well, there is a sound route and then there is a me in real life because um Yeah, I I act kind of differently in real life than I do on the internet. I try to be, you know, really nice all the time, of course, but, um, you know, I I have to make sure I'm always setting a standard for myself, you know, things like that. Um, When I'm talking to people, I try to be professional on here for sure as soundtrack because, you know, I want to be uh, seen in a good
0: light, you could say. (laughs) Would you say then that's a persona or more just you coming through and treating it in a way as as your career, as just, you know, moving forward with your YouTube channel? Is there, a, I guess, just that's more of a professional attitude rather than a persona?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's a better way of describing
0: it, actually. From your early videos, because it seems I think you've been on YouTube doing something or other for about seven or eight years now. You seem to have very much grown with this platform. Can you talk a bit about kind of your interactions and the way that they've changed with it over the years, particularly when it comes to how your audience has grown?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, At the beginning of YouTube, I just messed around. I didn't really care. Uh, I didn't have many followers. Nobody really watched my videos. So I just messed around. Uh, My first video about Discord was just trolling, right? Messing around with people, uh, it was it was mostly you know meaningless fun uh but now i kind of try to put meaning into my work a lot more uh i try to educate people i try to you know help people as much as possible uh, and sometimes i still have fun of course that's the best part
0: <laughs> a lot of it seems to particularly of recent stuff that i've seen kind of little competitions in a way or just games that you're playing in your server and a lot of it seems to kind of try to encourage inclusivity and just bringing people together, again, through these games. Oh, yeah.
1: Those games are super fun to do. They're probably my favorite type of video at the moment. Um, I love doing events and mini games and stuff like that. Uh, it just it brings people together for some fun on Discord. And I kind of was inspired by that from my previous experiences on Discord because uh, I played Roblox a lot, okay? Hmm. And I was in a Discord server uh, where they did a lot of events on Roblox. They hosted like Simon Says, which was something I also used. Uh, They hosted parkour, obby, sword fighting. And that was so fun. I loved being in those events. I thought it'd be perfect to make those myself, uh, do those things on Discord, you know.
0: You've mentioned a bit about how kind of Discord is different to other social media platforms, but can you talk a bit more just about your experiences, the way in which you tend to use it?
1: Well, I don't use it as much as I used to because um, I do other things now, especially with college. But I remember I used to spend all day on Discord every day. (laughs) It was it was kind of crazy. I think the reason why is just it's it's fun to talk with people in a live setting, right? Um, I mentioned that, but it's nice to have immediate feedback. It's nice to have a conversation with so many people at the same time, even though sometimes that's kind of tricky. But um, not only that, but you can have meaningful conversations with small amounts of people depending on where you are. You know, there's a public chat, but there's also those, uh, you know, high level chats or exclusive chats that there's a smaller amount of people, but you can have more direct conversations. So I like that for discord if you're on a different social media platform you usually post something Mm. and you wait for like a comment or a like or something some feedback on what you posted sometimes you don't get anything uh, but on discord you send a message and usually there's like 10 or 20 people depending on where you are and they they can read it they can respond to it they might have their own conversation Uh, it's just that immediate feedback it feels like you know you're having a conversation with someone Um, in real life you're just talking with them you know talking about your your day or whatever you're thinking about that's why I really like it
0: (laughs) do you view it as a positive thing then overall and this is you know other social media platforms aside but the way that you interact with it do you view it as a positive thing then for socializing for communication for getting to know people as well because I, I know there are a number of people in your server as well that you know three hundred eleven thousand. I think I mentioned. Mm-hmm. You're not going to know three hundred eleven thousand people.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. I would I would see it mostly as a positive thing. Of course, there is a moderation you have to take in engaging with social media. Uh, if you're on here too much, you're going to neglect your real life or uh, your responsibilities. So there is a moderation that you need to have. Uh, if you spend a you know reasonable amount of time on Discord, then you can definitely take a lot out of it to use for yourself. You can have conversations with people, you know, asking for advice or you know just to chill out and have some downtime. I would see it very positive in comparison to some other sites as well because in other places uh, they usually like they uh, make the content for you right they study what you look at and then they choose to uh, show you something that you might like on discord you choose where you want to go and that's completely up to you you don't have someone else telling you what to see you know
0: Mm. Uh, because i saw that you're not really active or overly present on other social media platforms is that intentional
1: Eh, i just never found that much (laughs) fun out of them to be honest I do mo I do look at Reddit more often now though, um, I found Reddit to be pretty cool because there's a, a much more mature audience on there than other platforms. Uh, so I found that much more engaging now, and I do respond to some people on there when uh, I'm kind of bored. So mm. yeah, but Discord is the main place that I go most of the time.
0: You were talking about moderating yourself and kind of when to distance yourself from these things. When you're making these videos for YouTube, when that's presumably how you're bringing in money at times, is it easy mm-hmm. to distance yourself from them when there's that kind of... Well, again, when you're making money from it?
1: Um, yeah, it is It is a bit... Uh, it's not something that I think about that often because um, I kind of have gone out of touch with YouTube and Discord in a way uh, because... I've been focusing on other things mm. as of like maybe the last two years. You've probably seen from my uploads, but yeah, I've been trying to get back into it more now. Um, so I don't really have to think about moderating myself in that way anymore, at least for the last few years.
0: Is it more of a hobby that you're lucky enough to get something from?
1: Yes, that's, that's definitely what I would describe it as. It started off that way. I still want it to be that way. Mm. It's it's not going to be a job going to be just something fun i can do
0: when you are busier when you do need to take a break how do you acknowledge how do you know that you need to take a break
1: Mm, i think i don't realize it until maybe it's been too late because i've already spent too much time on it uh i would say probably by the time i go to sleep (laughs) if i've done something for a long time like for example discord Mm. and i go to sleep you know I'll think about it. I'll think, oh, God, I've spent too much time here. And then by that time, I'll probably, you know, stop doing it as much.
0: So is it more instead of kind of being drained by it? And I guess to an extent stressed out by some of these things as well. It's more simply that you've got absorbed in what's going on in front of you with the social aspect of it.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's that's definitely it.
0: Let's move on. Let's go on to your mental health shelf then, shall we? The things that bring you joy and escape Where do you want to start?
1: Oh, boy. Yeah, I really like this idea. Uh, I was thinking about it for quite some time, and I just went with my gut. Uh, The very first thing I thought of when you mentioned it would be my computer. I had to choose my computer. It was uh, definitely the first choice on my list.
0: (laughs) Is it because it's kind of, again, going to that whole point of escape and talking to people and just opening things up? Is that part of the reason for you picking it?
1: Yes, that is definitely one of the reasons. Uh, I mean, it's where I spent basically all my life, <laughs> on the computer. If, since I was like, what, seven, six years old, I've just been on the computer, on the internet, on games, you know, doing whatever I want. It's really cool.
0: Do you, you mentioned games there. Do you tend to go towards things that, again, kind of a multiplayer stuff, have that more social aspect?
1: surprisingly no um i think i mostly go for single player games because it's kind of hard to engage with others on video games most of the time usually they're rude or um or just it's not necessary for example the best multiplayer game i played was deep rock galactic Uh, people are so kind on there it's like one out of a thousand games where there's someone rude And that's probably the best place I've found. Um, And I used to play Team Fortress 2 a lot, which is a multiplayer game, of course. And that's gotten pretty bad as of late, so I don't play it anymore. Uh, But I mostly play single player. For example, um, Terraria or what else? Dyson Sphere Program is really good. Uh, Valheim, that's one of my favorites. Those games, are you can play them single player most of the time and I really love them. I love just exploring the world there is and uh, doing stuff in them, so,
0: yeah. I I don't know a great deal about gaming, but I know I've heard of at least one or two of those titles, and you saying okay. they're about kind of exploring the worlds. Does, does it help, then, do you put yourself into games that are more escapist with certain fantasy elements or something like that?
1: Yes, I love it when they're incredibly immersive. For example, Valheim, You I don't know if you know it, but... You're basically a Viking, and you have to traverse the, the lands. It looks so beautiful. It's all randomly generated, and it l- feels so immersive, like you're actually there in a different world, and you're just exploring. I love that idea. So,
0: Can you just talk a little bit more about the relationship that y- you have with your computer? And again, I guess knowing when and if you need to take a break from it.
1: My computer is very very close relationship because i mean i spend all my time at it but i also built it i you know i clean it all the time (laughs) i don't know i think it's nice to have a computer um you know i guess the reason why i spend so much time at it is just because it's so engaging um i just i enjoy spending time at it It makes
0: me happy (laughs) Do you, because you mentioned there that it's something that you built, you put the time into it, and presumably yeah. the money as well, and mm-hmm. do you have that kind of sense of achievement then as well when you look at it? Yeah,
1: I mean, it took me, what, 10 hours to put together? Uh very long time, I was very tired, <laughs> but I think it was really fun to do the whole time. Uh, the only reason why I can't, I don't want to build more is because of money, I mean it's so expensive. <laughs> uh but if I could, then I would build more computers because it's so fun. And I don't know, it's it's interesting to me because since I was like seven or eight, all I had was this dinky little laptop that was like really slow, could barely play games. So there's a sense of like progression as well. When I slowly moved up, I got my own desktop for the first time. That was really cool. And then I upgraded it over time, put in some new parts, and then I completely overhauled it at some point so that's what i have now I, This like the progression i really enjoy um that's mostly where i i found that fun
0: do you see a point of personal development as well in the in the way that you've grown and expanded and the success that you've had as well with your youtube channel is that something that you think of in those moments or is it more you're focusing on again the the kind of progression of the computer itself
1: yeah i mean just progression in general is something that i really enjoy i guess that's Another reason why I love video games so much, where you have to explore and progress through the world. Uh, progression is just so satisfying in any way, from my computer to my YouTube channel to video games. It's just something I really
0: enjoy. Do you set yourself goals?
1: Yeah, I mean, at some point I set a goal of a million subscribers, but I mean, it's it's a little bit far away at this point. Uh, I'm I'm still surprised that I even got to this high of a number. Because at some point, my goal was what one thousand or ten thousand or a hundred thousand subscribers, and those were completely smashed through, so I'm so surprised
0: <laughs> did they did that all kind of come at
1: once, or was it pretty gradual? Oh yeah, it came at once for sure. It was immediate, like um I started at like two thousand and then a month later it was twenty thousand. And then, well, maybe five months later, it was 100,000. It was just instant and it was very shocking, but I I appreciated it a lot. (laughs)
0: What what was that like to kind of deal with in the moment? Like what was going through your head? Was it? uh, Was there a lot of, uh, well, there's a lot of people who have just suddenly found my channel that's growing and expanding and more people are interacting? Or was it something that you were kind of able to take a slight step away from and see from a different angle?
1: I, I could not really comprehend it at the time. I mean, I was like, what, 15, 14 years old. I was still going through high school. I, I had no idea what was going on. It was crazy. Um, my Discord server was in shambles. I had to rush to get new moderators to handle all of these people. Um, but it was really incredible because, like, of course, all these people came to my channel. They want to see what I'm doing, and I appreciated that a lot. Um, But still, it was very hard to comprehend.
0: (laughs) You sit now with 358,000 subscribers, over 63 million views, mentioned that at the start. What's it like now in that community? Is it generally a positive space that you've found?
1: Yeah, I think it's gone um, pretty mellow as of the last two years. Of Mm. course, some of that is probably from me not uploading as much. Um, But some of that, I think, is just, you know, how YouTube works Um, they've gotten, they originally recommended me a lot of the time, but now they don't, they don't as much. And I feel like that's just how YouTube works. Sometimes creators come and go, they become successful for a time and then they, you know, mellow off as time goes on. And, um, I kind of like it as it is now. It's not as crazy and hectic in my server as Mm -hmm. it was before. Um, people have real conversations, you know, not just people spamming or messing around, which is nice, for sure. Uh, but I still do miss those times when he was incredibly active.
0: You seem to very casually kind of be talking about this, looking at, it for, looking at it from a kind of, you know, logical, here's the fact, this is just how it works, so on and so forth. Instead of, you know, putting it onto yourself, instead of kicking yourself, is this how you tend to look at a lot of things?
1: I don't know. It's, it's come and gone. Like, I do think about it uh, in a way like it's my fault. Like... Of course I didn't upload as much but I didn't upload as much because my views were going down so it's kind of cyclical like um, it is partially my fault but then again YouTube was not recommending my videos as much so I didn't feel like doing it (laughs) and um, yeah I mean I think my videos nowadays are probably the best I've ever done I've spent at least 10 hours on each of them so I think that the quality of my content is probably not the reason that they're not successful as before. It's just how YouTube works. They decide on which channels get successful and they become successful over time. Uh, there's a part of luck and a part of um, you know effort that you have to put in. They're both important when you wanna become successful on YouTube, I think. I've come and gone with the reasons I've been thinking about why my channel has gone down in views. I think that's probably the main reason Shall we move on to item number two? All right. Um, well, the second item is not a object, but some kind of symbol for what I think about, which is videos. And uh, I chose videos as in, you know, motion picture format and things like that because they're incredible, incredibly immersive and engaging to me. Um, for instance, I mean, I love so many different types of videos. I love animations I love uh, live action, I love films, I love anime, I love YouTube videos, you know, things like that. All of them are so incredible to me. I spend so much time
0: watching them. So what is it then that you're using to kind of symbolize videos, I guess?
1: Uh, I would think the first thing that pops in my head is, like, an old-style film camera. (laughs) (laughs) Even though that's not the only medium or, or like... uh, part of videos you
0: know again it comes down and this is something that comes up of a number of people on this podcast just the idea of escape going into something else into another world or just kind of shutting off what's around you so you can again go somewhere else is that a lot of what you get out of them what whatever video or as you said motion picture format that you dive into
1: yeah i do get a lot of escapism because they're so immersive most of the time when i'm watching a movie. I don't. Th- I usually don't think about how. Oh, there's a script. There's actors. There's lighting that they do on purpose. It's. I, I usually get very immersed in it, and that immersion is so incredible. It pulls me away from everything and sucks me into a new world. And uh, I mean, that's incredible by itself. But recently, I have tried to, you know, g- gain more meaning from things that I watch. You know, I think about the themes and. I try to apply them to my own life to try and derive more meaningful things from them rather than just, oh, there's something cool happening on screen.
0: <laughs> Are you able to give an example of that?
1: Yeah. Um, I've been watching an anime recently. It's a very new anime. It's called Pre-Ren, Journey's End, and it's really incredible. Uh, I highly recommend it to anyone. It's uh, about this very old elf She's lived over a thousand years and she didn't get any meaning from or she didn't try to get meaning from other people around her because she thought, oh, they're just going to die in like 50 years. That's like nothing. But recently she's tried to, um, you know, engage with people more. She tries to uh, talk with people, ask them how they're doing. And I can relate to that. I used to not really care about people or what they were thinking, <laughs> but now I try to do that more. I try to ask people how they're doing. I try to engage with people as
0: much as possible. So that's what, that's what I get. Has that helped in engaging with people and just simply talking to them? Has that helped with the platform that both you've given yourself and in a way you've been given as well by the following that you've gained?
1: Yeah, I, I haven't done it as much as I would like to because uh, I'm not, incredibly sociable to be honest uh but i try to talk to people in my server as much as i can for example my staff team i try to ask them how they're doing what they think about so and so so that we can you know talk as uh, i can get as much as i can from them try to find out what they're feeling and stuff like that
0: this is something that seems to come up for a number of people who even with a very prominent following say they have a couple of million subscribers it still seems to be something that comes up where they say that they've got a lot of anxiety or they struggle with talking to people in the real world and is this a part of the reason I guess why you might have put yourself on YouTube to kind of develop those skills grow that confidence is that something that you try to do for yourself personally with these videos that you make
1: hmm that's a good question. I would say no i I didn't originally start YouTube in order to develop those skills. Mm. I just did it because I thought it was fun to do um i I could see that being a thing that happens now mm. um probably doing events and organizing things and uh you know being social is something that I could develop from my videos now, which as I think about it, but I haven't thought about that until recently. <laughs>
0: In terms of the videos and stuff and the kind of stuff you watch, you mentioned anime and animations. Again, very mm-hmm. kind of bright, colourful, very yeah. different worlds to our own. Do you watch anything like documentaries and that? Because I know a lot of people still find escape through stuff like that.
1: Oh, yeah. I've watched a lot of documentaries recently, actually, because mm. um, I have a class which is about um, like essay, self-essay documentaries. And these are extremely personal it's people pouring their life out into a documentary and we learn so much about them but those docs they also make you think about yourself a lot more you can become a lot more introspective Um, if this person is thinking about their life then you could probably do the same i think that's a really
0: cool thing about self documentaries is part of this then that you're going to have to maybe make something of your own in that vein Yes, that is a project
1: that we're going to have to work on, and it's it's obviously not going to be public. Uh, mm. It'll just be for the class, but I, that'll be really exciting. I can't wait to work on that.
0: <laughs> so, so so, you're looking forward to that and kind of approaching it, because I, I guess that's going to have to be very different again to... Cause, and this goes back to the kind of persona or the way that you deal with YouTube. That's going to have to be, I guess, something kind of on the flip side of it.
1: Yeah, it is something... Uh, kind of different Hmm. from what i usually do i usually never do documentaries i don't think i've ever made one actually so it'll be cool to try my best try to do it
0: um i want to very quickly also go back to the idea of you and the way that you engage with people and talk to them via the social platforms particularly youtube because you have done a couple of collaborations with other people in the past what's it like when you approach those
1: oh yes collaborations are super fun uh, I haven't done them in a very long time, but the I, I remember doing a lot with another Discord YouTuber, which is a custom name. He was uh, he used to upload a lot. He was really cool. Unfortunately, he doesn't anymore. Um, that's a little bit of a shame. But we did a lot of cool videos together. Um, I really enjoyed those because it was it was fun to join our two communities on YouTube. It was fun to. You know, bring people over from there and then, you know, invite some of my community over there. And I, I, I like those a lot.
0: Yeah. Shall we move on to item number three? Okay.
1: Uh, around three is where it was more tricky because <laughs> the first two were the most obvious choices. But um, three, I would definitely choose, or I would try to choose friends. A symbol for that, I'm not sure. I would say like a group of people.
0: (laughs) Maybe a picture of just you and your friends.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good choice. Um, I chose friends because I've been learning more about, like like I said, engaging with people, being more social. Uh, I am an introvert, so I get very tired around social settings. Um, They drain me quite a bit, but I still try my best to be in them because I found a lot of uh, fun and meaning after being with people.
0: Can you talk about just a bit about these relationships and, I guess, how you've built them as well?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, I've moved a lot in my life, and that kind of makes it very hard because most of the time I would be uh, talking to people over, you know, a screen. Mm. Uh, So it's pretty tough to make, you know, long-lasting relationships uh, just because of that. And I try my best, though with the people around me. And most of the time people are so busy that it's hard to, you know, talk to them or do things with them. So that's another problem. (laughs) Yeah. I try though.
0: What's it like to kind of put yourself back into those situations, I guess, multiple times. Is is it starting afresh or is it just rebuilding those skills in a way? Um,
1: it's probably like rebuilding those skills. I used to be a lot more sociable, to be honest. Hmm. Uh, Before COVID, before all that, I was mostly talking to people, uh, going to things. But after that, (laughs) I haven't. I've just been at the computer at home doing stuff.
0: (laughs) Would you say that that uh, then is an effect of COVID?
1: Yeah, maybe. Or it's just something that I can blame. (laughs) I don't really know. But I mean, being at home for a year and not being able to go out and do things, that that probably contributed
0: to it. When you go to form these friendships, in a way, again, in the real world, do you have a, a similar approach if you make a friendship online or something like that? Is there a similar approach to that, or is it different because, well, again, different environments?
1: Mm, I would say it's different most of the time. Um, like I said, I kind of separate my online self from mm. my real self a little bit. So there is a difference in interaction. Uh, usually on the internet it's just business you know i usually talk about practical things uh, I, I don't know that's most mostly the difference there
0: is there a point when you've talked to someone so much that it, slightly the sound drought sheds over time
1: uh you mean like in real life uh, online
0: yeah i think it
1: it does mostly maintain that professional, but yeah, I do try. To, I try to be funny and silly, and mm. talk to people like they're you no, know, you know chilling. Mostly,
0: <laughs> it is it important to you then to have that slightly informal aspect then to the so everything isn't so serious.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I don't like it when it's always serious all the time. It gets tiring, you know.
0: The route the is then very much a kind of again platform for you like if i were to talk mm. to you i guess not as sandra would this be a different conversation
1: yeah i would say so i would be you know more personal but mm. i don't tend to get personal on my Soundroute, you know persona or, or yeah platform as you call it
0: yeah and that's absolutely fine of course yeah there, there are plenty yeah. of people and there have been a couple on this podcast as well who are more let's not go into those aspects and that's absolutely fine <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't want to reveal my entire life to people on the internet, unfortunately. Mm. It's just not something I could trust them with because I, I don't trust people all the time.
0: Is that, is that part of why you maintain anonymity, I guess, under this kind of a name, an image, uh, all that kind of stuff?
1: Yes, for sure. If I could, I would want to reveal my face uh, because that would be, you know, more fun to use in videos. It would be a lot more engaging, but I just don't, feel comfortable with that uh, I don't trust people on the internet
0: as much so mm. yeah is this something that you tend to worry about or is it I guess more of a background thing again because of the way in which your community works yeah it's
1: mostly a background thing if I post something I usually think about if there's anything identifiable mm. about my real life but other than that it's
0: it's just like a background thing most of the time okay does that also help, I guess, in the way that you view this as a hobby, as you mentioned? Does that help then?
1: Yeah, it's nice to be a background thing. I don't really worry about it all the time. It's just, you know, small things where it comes out.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's move on to item
1: number four then. Okay, at number four, I decided to choose nature. Your trees, your grass, the sunlight, just nature. It's so beautiful, it's so peaceful, it's nice to be in. I wish I could be in it more, uh, because I spend so much time at my computer, I mostly neglect it. But I appreciate how beautiful nature can be, and how nice it feels to be in. Uh, So that's
0: something that I had to choose. As you mentioned there, it kind of does feel a bit like the opposite side of what we've discussed so far. But (laughs) again, I guess it kind of comes into that nature of friends and friendship that we literally just talked about. In that it is something much more external from the kind of well from the soundtrack channel, from all the stuff that Mm -hmm. we've spent quite a bit of this talking about so far, and very much going outside, escaping once again that kind of consistent theme into it, and taking Mm -hmm. a break, just breathing in the air, and taking a moment to be not at a screen.
1: Yes, exactly. I mean, I spend so much time on my computer, I feel like I have to balance it out. I have to go outside and enjoy nature. Um, It's just something that I really like doing most of the time. Uh, If I could, then I would do it more, but it's annoying to drive to a place where I can do it and, you know, walk
0: around in a forest. But yeah, I would like to do that more. Do, Do you have to, like, as in you personally, do you have to specifically, I guess, drive somewhere like a forest? What's the difference between that and, I guess, just walking down the road so you're still slightly outside?
1: Yeah, I, I I don't think walking down the road will feel the same. I think walking in a forest, for example, would feel a lot better. Mm. Um, I used to walk all the time with like my parents all the time. It was it was really nice. Uh, I don't as much anymore, but yeah.
0: Does it have that much more? I guess natural vibe, and also even in the middle of a forest, you are far. You can't see the electricity of the of uh, the rest of the world. So it it you are. Kind of Not isolated, but that's the word that's coming to mind. Just so far away and taken however many steps back from the technology, from the chaos of the rest of the world. And in that moment, you are somewhere else in a forest in the natural world.
1: Yes, you're physically away from your computer. So it would take effort to get back and you don't have to think about it in that way. Uh, the only thing is I usually have my phone with me. Yeah. and sometimes that does distract me from nature but yeah that's that's a big theme about it it's just being away from the computer so i like
0: is is that something that you think about when you're in these environments
1: yeah sometimes i you know breathe in the fresh air or i look out to the trees and i, I think about how it's nice to be in a nature environment instead of you know at my computer all the time
0: Do you do anything like, you know, any breathing techniques or meditation or is it just general breathing when you're in those moments? Um, It would be nice to learn more about that uh, meditation
1: and breathing purposefully. Hmm. But I don't. It it would be interesting to try that.
0: It's something that I've thought about a number of times. I'm waiting in a way for someone on this podcast to one day say that they practice meditation just so (laughs) I can ask them what that means to them and what they do, because I feel mm. like it's different for everyone and so many people. Um, we had, a, I had a previous guest who we kind of talked about breathing techniques and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, that's mm. just something that generally I'm quite interested in because again, it seems so different to so many people. Is that part of, I guess, what interests you in it?
1: Yeah, I've never tried it before, mm. but it would be interesting to try it just because so many people talk about it they talk about the benefits and how cleansing it can be, how nice it can be. Uh, so that would be interesting to try at some point.
0: Do, do you look for anything like this or do you, you know, practice anything like that for, you know, reasons of cleansing or calming anything like that?
1: Uh no, but again, I would like to. That that
0: would be pretty cool. Do you get stressed at all?
1: Uh yeah, from time to time, I have some big projects at school. Or mm. I want to work on a video more and it's hard to. Or, I don't know, I'm trying to be... Or I'm in like a social situation where it's pretty stressful and busy. Yeah. Something like that.
0: In terms of when you're working on a video, do you set yourself deadlines? Or are you kind of on a schedule where it's ready when it's ready? What is it about kind of making them that causes stress?
1: Uh, Sometimes I do set myself deadlines like for instance uh, I want to get this script done by the end of the week or I want to finish editing or... but sometimes I don't I don't know, it, it's it gone on and off in that way um, sometimes I like to take a break and just not do anything for a while uh, and then I feel kind of bad about it but <laughs> yeah um, I don't know, it it changes from time to time I don't know why but that's just, that's just how it works
0: <laughs> do, do you have anything that you do or use to calm yourself down or does it come back to the kind of items that you've mentioned already so far and again going out into nature is is that how you de-stress
1: it would probably be um from number one all the way to number five in that order where number one is the number one thing i use to Mm. de-stress which is my computer and video games and stuff like that
0: is that simply because they're the nearest things to you and it to an extent is it convenience Yeah, I would say that. Uh,
1: It is convenient because it's right in my room. Mm. (laughs) I don't have to do anything else. I just have to sit there. Uh, Yeah, that's probably one of the big reasons. I don't know. It's just, it's very engaging to be in a video game and play around. I like that.
0: Is it easy to jump onto that and not have the video then playing around in the back of your mind? Because they're kind of both in the same place. I would presume the editing software, whatever you've got that you use is also on that computer. Is it easy just to go from one to the other and not jump back to the video?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, my computer is where I de-stress, but it's also where I work, Mm -hmm. right? So that's a good question. I would say it usually doesn't get in the way. My videos don't get in the way of when I'm playing games. Mm. Uh, Sometimes it does because I have uh, Discord open, usually on my second monitor, but yeah i guess it usually doesn't
0: is that i guess where going outside helps because once again you are completely away from it yes you have your phone and you might have the discord Mm -hmm. app on there um but generally it's away from everything else
1: yeah that's uh nature is definitely more it like immersive than being on my computer
0: (laughs) is it just the kind of forest that you go to or is there other kind of environments that you you know, you lean towards going or so just wherever the road might take you.
1: Yeah, forest is the main thing that comes to mind. It's like the main place I would go yeah. in terms of nature just because, you know, it's there. You got <laughs> trees, you got grass, you got the animals walking around sometimes. Probably the main place
0: that I would think of. Let's move on to um, item number five then, shall we? Your final one.
1: Yeah, this is the weakest one but I still appreciate it. It would be my dog. Uh, it has not has been a very long time since I had a dog, but we recently got one and uh, he's very comforting. You know, if I have to de-stress, I just, you know, hug him, mm. pet him. It's, it's the perfect de-stressor.
0: <laughs> I argue against it being your weakest one, largely because, I mean, you've, surely picked it for a reason as you have just expected mm-hmm. you are not the first person to pick a pet and i am sure you yeah. will not be the last <laughs> yeah. the question that i tend to ask people though whenever they mention their animal this tends to be the first thing that i jump to do you speak mm-hmm. to your pet
1: yeah i mean when i'm playing with them I usually you know i'm saying go catch <laughs> or things like that and uh, that's that's the extent of it though okay. i don't really talk
0: about much else to be honest I also have to ask, what breed and what is the dog's name?
1: Uh, he's a Chinese Crested, and he is Loki.
0: Very nice. Does the dog act as a way for you to have to almost get up from your work, from what you're doing, to have to take a break? Because, well, the dog needs to walk or the dog need, you know, wants to play mm. or something like that. Does it help as, a, I guess, a forced way?
1: Yeah, there is that extra responsibility mm. where you have to take care of him. And I enjoy taking care of him, to be honest. I love showering him. <laughs> I love uh, taking him on walks. I love feeding him as much or when I can, because he barely eats. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's It's nice to do those things, and that added responsibility, while, it could seem like a stressor, it, it really isn't because I enjoy
0: it do you, do you enjoy responsibility in general? Is that something that you like?
1: sometimes it depends on what it is of course because sometimes (laughs) i don't like responsibility if it's something i don't like doing but if it is like something i like doing then i I enjoy it
0: someone once uh, on this podcast uh, described their dogs as kind of just saying it's unconditional love if you've had a bad day you walk in the door the dogs don't care that you've had a bad day it it is just unconditional love is that the case i guess that from your dog does that help if it is
1: Yes, I mean my dog is crazy with love. He <laughs> he like he can't stop going around us. He he wants attention all the time. And I really uh, I appreciate that. I mean, it's nice to have someone that wants to be with you.
0: It kind of combines the two previous things that we've talked about again, that kind of, you know, that friendship, those, you know, in mm-hmm. this case man's best friend. And mm-hmm. also again, going outside. It kind of seems to combine both of those.
1: Hmm. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) I guess a
0: lot of of the things on my list can be combined. (laughs) How do you view them again, uh, I guess, then as possibly being combined? Yeah, well, my
1: computer and videos, (laughs) for sure. Um, And I guess friends, nature, and my dog, that makes sense. They definitely be combined.
0: Do you view this as the things that have helped you to progress and build you up and get you to where you are in terms of YouTube, in terms of again being sound drought and then the things that allow you to escape and get away from that the you know the person that you are on the outside away from social media
1: yeah it would definitely be a combination of both it Mm. it helps me progress in my life it helps me build up who i am but it also helps me escape from it and uh, just relax instead of having to worry about it (laughs)
0: if i were to talk to you not under the sound drought guys would your shelf still be the same would it still be these five items do you think
1: hmm it might be a little different but yeah i would say it's mostly the same
0: i guess that comes down to the the whole point of again it it, it it's part of what has built you up and then again what allows you to escape and to relax but it, it comes back again to that point of It seems that you're able to acknowledge slightly when you're stressed, if you get stressed, but it's easy to escape because you've got all these things around you pretty much. They are, apart from maybe the forest, pretty immediate. Yeah,
1: that's uh, definitely a good thing. Like, my dog is always here. My computer is always here. I can always watch videos. Uh, My friends are not always here, but it would be nice to try to talk to them or...
0: Is it easy for you to kind of contact them? Is it a case of you can just message that? Are you good at sending messages to people?
1: Uh, I'm not very good at sending messages because, I mean, I do. Sometimes I don't get a response. Sometimes they see they're busy. Hmm. Sometimes I, that just makes me want to give up. Sometimes, you know, I, I just get, uh, it's all right. Never mind. You know,
0: I, I get this quite a bit. If I'm going to, you know, try and drop someone a message, I just worry about hassling Mm. them or if i send a message that person is going to hate me and never want to speak to me again and that's (laughs) that's the anxiety that kind of goes through my mind at times is that the case Mm. for you
1: yeah that that does happen sometimes i worry like if they wait like a day to respond i'm like oh god they they're probably really busy Mm. i didn't want to mess up their day or whatever
0: how do you get around that then do you
1: uh not really I have to try and improve that, I guess. I don't...
0: Are there places that you go to to kind of help with these things and expand, or is it very much a case of you of just learning from life?
1: Yeah, I would say maybe just pushing myself more might help. For instance, being into in more social environments, hmm. being in more clubs or uh, talking to people more, you know, ignoring the fact that they're not responding or busy, maybe just messaging them more might help. I don't know. <laughs> I, I could try.
0: <laughs> would you say that generally, you're pretty happy with how you're able to deal with things? And and particularly, I guess again, I guess looking at the items that you've picked, um, I would say
1: generally most of the time, yeah. Uh, sometimes no, though. I think I'm still improving.
0: Uh, most of the time, yeah. But you're able to admit that you're improving, and you're able to notice that then?
1: Yeah, I think it's very slow, but a little bit, just a little bit.
0: I mean, and to be fair, and this has come up once before with someone who was 19 years old. Um, I don't fully know how old you are, but, yeah. you know, at this age, it's, you know, probably not something to maybe insanely worry about. Again, because you have... Mm. However many years in front of you, it will all kind of hopefully fall into place in time. Is do you view? Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I I am very thankful that uh, I have so much time. I I have to think always think about the fact that I have so many years ahead, and I I have to take my time. You know, I don't
0: have to worry too much. Is that easy to acknowledge? When, as you mentioned earlier, the growth of your YouTube channel came all in one go. Almost, it it Mm -hmm. seemed. Just one big sweep. Yeah. Is it easy to remind yourself of that now that it's slowed down? Was it easy to remind yourself of that when that growth came around?
1: Um, yeah, I I, I I think about that sometimes. I even made a video about the growth of my server, hmm. and it, that video I think was a great way of like unpacking everything that happened. It's just. Something that I like doing is making videos, and that video in particular helped me think about it a lot better. Like, it put it all in one place, you know?
0: Was it because you were able to put something into words then, and that just slightly made it more understandable for yourself? This is kind of the thing that comes up when people talk about diaries or journals. It's there Mm. in front of them, they've written it down, and they can read it and kind of understand it better instead of it being a jumble in their mind. Is that the case, do you think, with that video?
1: Yes, for sure. I mean, I would love to do journals, but that takes quite a bit of time, and I probably wouldn't be able to keep it up for much. Mm. But videos, on the other hand, they're really fun to make. So that's a perfect thing for me to do. Uh, Of course, I can't do that all the time when things are personal. I can't make a video to unpack it and then upload it. Uh, But if it's something like my Discord channel or my Discord server's growth, then that's a perfect video to make which is what i did
0: do you need to upload it or could you just make a video for yourself and store it somewhere
1: Mm, i do
0: feel like i want my work to
1: be seen when i work for so long on something yeah it's nice to get that feedback on it or that acknowledgement Uh, if it's just something that i make and never upload it feels kind of like it was a waste you know
0: but if it, if it's for you for reference, so again, I guess it's something like a journal. And I know what you said um, just a moment ago, but just like a a video journal for yourself, I guess.
1: Yeah, if it's if it doesn't take too much effort to make, like it's just a recording of me talking, yeah. then that might be a good idea. Uh, if it's something like a fully edited,
0: scripted video,
1: <laughs> of course, I'm, I'm not going to just leave that.
0: <laughs> so. Right then, I realize we haven't actually spoken much about the dog. We kind of deviated very, very quickly. <laughs> that's but that's true. Shall we go over your items one more time?
1: Yeah. Uh, so number one was my computer. I chose it because it's the number one item. It's the thing I spend the most time at for my entire life. I had to choose it for number one. It's a great escape, and it's a great... Uh, it's, it's just fun to be at. And number two is my videos or videos in general, I mean, which is, uh, you know, films or anime or uh, documentaries. I enjoy all of them just cause they bring out so much. Uh, number three was friends. I enjoy being with company and talking to people. Uh, number four was nature. And that was because it's, uh, it's really nice to be in a peaceful environment like the forest. And then number five was my dog. Very recent edition, but I really appreciate him because he's so cute.
0: What goes through your mind when you read all those back?
1: Um, I think about whether they were a good choice, but yeah, I think they definitely were. That
0: kind of contextualizes everything that would go on the shelf. If you were stressed and you were to look up at that shelf holding all of those things and those, you know, items and symbols would you feel happy? Would, would, that would be, you know, something of calm and escape for you.
1: Yeah, I usually don't think about the items that I would put on there. Or when, I, when I'm stressed, I usually don't think about it. But having a shelf like that would, uh, you know, bring it to my mind and remind me of the things that I have. So that would be really good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, Sandra, thank you so, so much for your time. It's been wonderful to talk to you.
1: Yes, thank you so much for including me. It was a uh, great time.
0: I think it's pretty clear that I went into that interview prepared for and expecting something very different to what actually happened. And it took me far, far too long to not unconsciously try to steer it into the direction that I had prepared for. And indeed, the most interesting stuff was that which leaned away from that sort of thing, but of course a good way to develop skills, of course. But the main thing, uh, wonderful to talk to Sam Drought and hear the items on his shelf and the way that he spoke about them and differentiated them in many ways as well. You know, it was one of the things I wanted to focus on, differentiating certain things, distancing. But the way in which he viewed it and differentiated things, staying at his desk or going outside, developing those skills of socialising and indeed kind of finding motivation to go outside in a way. I, I wish I could have delved into those things more. I wish that I had. But from what he did say, it was interesting to hear and kind of explore those kind of things. Again, from that area of... There's so much more time left. You don't need to know all the answers now. And I think that's where the key to something like this really lies. Uh, Really wonderful to talk to him. Of course, a huge thanks to Sandra for joining me on this month's podcast. And a huge thank you to you for listening, particularly if you have made it this far. Thank you very, very much for listening. I'll stop rambling now and bring this all to a close. Thank you very much for listening. I'll be back next month with another guest, another set of items and another mental health shelf.